Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. He is the greatest movie critic in all the land. Ever. And he's uh, one of my best pals. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, feast your ears on the sultry, sultry sounds of the very knowledgeable TM Powell. What's up, buddy? Hello, hello, hello with my sultry review. Oh, God. Is that, yeah. is that not great, I that. right? I love that so much. Damn. Oh, what's, what's going on, buddy? Where are you coming from? I just got out of Thor Ragnarok uh, just about you know half an hour ago. Uh, pretty you know hour and uh, I'm sorry 131 minutes. So a little bit of a long movie. And you have to stay to the end of this one because it does have secret scenes, just like the other Marvel movies. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was a really good time. I mean, the Thor movies kind of get knocked a little bit in the MCU. I don't think the first Thor movie's bad, but definitely the Dark World's got a lot of issues. I always say if you take Tom Hiddleston out of that movie as Loki. That's probably a pretty bad movie and definitely the worst MCU movie. A lot of people think it is right now to begin with. But uh, this third one kind of reinvents the wheel a lot and definitely takes the comedy route. You know, after Deadpool and both Guardians of the Galaxy movies and even some of the heat that the DC movies have gotten for kind of being too dark and not light, you can tell they definitely went the funny route. And it's a really good time. It's a very entertaining movie. The best Thor movie out of the group for sure yeah i saw the the trailer the extended trailer and it really did give me that guardians feel so i was expecting some comedy and almost a almost a bright kind of uh comic book kind of a burst as far as like the visuals and stuff and i really like that about guardians one and two and i was really hoping you would say that about this so uh that's gonna make me go out and see it even more uh so you're saying the best of all the thors Best of all the Thor movies, and a lot of people have been saying, oh, it's one of the best MCU movies ever. I'm not going that far. I mean, no way. I mean, Winter Soldier, the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, uh, the first Iron Man movie. I mean, no, I'm not going that route, even Civil War. But it's a lot of fun, very entertaining. And if you're a big fan of the Hulk, the Hulk has a big role in this movie. I mean, it's not a glorified cameo. The Hulk is in it, and it's a lot of fun. And we haven't seen him on the big screen in two years. I mean, we haven't seen neither one of these characters since uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. So it's been a while considering we've had big movies like Civil War and all these other team-up movies. But yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. I really enjoyed it. It's a, it's a good time, and I think we needed it because last month just sucked. Yes. I mean, it was terrible. Like, I, I, had, I, mean, no, I had no desire to go to the movies last month at all. Yeah, and I, and I kind of told some people, yeah, you know, keep an eye on September. It's going to be a monster. I didn't think it was going to be as big as it was. I mean, going over $300 million, I'm still shocked with it. And, uh, you know, we had other movies like The Kingsman, American Made. And I saw good movies in October. Like Blade Runner, I liked. It was a little bit of a flop, but it's not a movie that gets people excited like Thor. The only other movie I saw that I had talked to you about was I, Tanya which is awesome, but they think it may not even open here till like, January. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm... I, I have to admit, and I think I talked about this on the other uh, the other night. Um, have you ever watched the footage from when uh, when Nancy Kerrigan got got hit in the whole Tanya Harding documentary? Whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that is that is that is a go to in my home. 
uh, because I have I have warped my poor family. But anytime somebody has a question of why, it's a Nancy Kerrigan why. It's like, oh, we're having shrimp for dinner. Why? Why? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's. I'm a jerk. I can't stand it. But I am excited about that movie. That is going to be awesome. Yeah, it really is a lot of fun. That was the best movie I saw in October. Like I said, you know, we really can't fully review it yet. I mean, but I even kind of reached out to the studio and I was like, hey, you, you got to let us talk about this because I think it has a possibility of being a big Oscar contender. I mean, I think Margot Robbie's awesome in it, Tanya Harding. Uh, Allison Janney could win supporting actress. And even Sebastian Stan, who was the Winter Soldier, He's Jeff Galuli. Oh man, he's such wow. a great creep in this movie. He's perfect. Yeah, I, he's really I like good. how they how they took that Horton here's a who looking Tanya Harding and let Margot Robbie play her. Well, it's weird because that is a, that is a, what I thought too. I mean, I made no bones about it. Margot Robbie, I think, is one of the most gorgeous actresses. Yeah, true there. story. She's just she mm. is stunning. Yeah, and Tanya is rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. Now, I will admit, back in the day, I didn't think. Tanya was some, you know, uggo at all. I actually thought she was, she could be kind of that trailer trash hot. Yeah, that's true, but she she had permanent bitch face. Yeah, oh yeah, and and this movie kind of gets into that, but yeah, that's that's one that definitely, you know, you're going to hear a lot of buzz about I, Tanya, I think. It could be one that could sneak in there. You know, they had the Gotham Awards uh, nominations, and that was one in, in there for Best Picture. Not a lot of people have seen it. I also like seeing Get Out in there, because yeah. I still think Get Out's one of the best movies I've seen this year. Get Out I, was really, amazing. It really I was. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought it had a lot of uh, j- the way they sprinkled in some humor in there with his buddy, the security guard, and uh, or the TSA agent. Um, and the twist really threw me and my girlfriend when we saw it. So I agree. I, I thought that was uh, very good. And that was uh, Jordan, Jordan Peele, Peele, right? Yeah. Jordan Peele. I mean, when I got out of that movie uh, – it was right around the time when all the Halloween news was getting announced with Dean McBride uh, rebooting Halloween, where it's going to be basically a sequel to the first film, this new one next year, that will be under Blumhouse. What? And Jason Blumhouse is like yes. one of the best producers out there when it comes to horror films. Yeah. He's really good at it. But when I got out of Get Out last year, I texted Danny right when I was done. I said, oh, man, Jordan Peele just did you the biggest favor in the world. <laughs> you know, because people were ragging Danny. You know, he's a comedy actor. Right. Rebooting Halloween, so... But I, I told him, I was like, he, he did you a big favor just now. Trust me. Later on this year, you'll understand why. That is awesome. I, I, I'll watch anything Danny McBride makes. I don't care what it is. If it's a TV commercial, I'm on it. Uh, and I, it still freaks me out. You guys are buddies. And I know when I first talked to you about that, you're like, yeah, me and him go way back. And I'm like, all right. I know some famous people like, you know, six degrees type of thing. But then I look at your wedding photos, and there's Danny McBride in your in your groomsman. He's in the background with a thumbs up. I'm like, all right, they are really good friends. That is nuts. He was actually, he was decent enough in the new Alien movie, wouldn't you say? It was good. Yeah, no, I was surprised. I mean, that blows me away. I mean, listen, he got to be a beastie boy, and I called and cursed him out when that happened. That was cool enough when he got to be a beastie boy. Son of a bitch. And then he's in an Alien movie that, you know, we grew up loving, and that's what I kind of defended him a little bit with Halloween, because People, you know, people are, you know, they're just automatically going to trash it. For one thing, you're remaking a classic like Halloween, and then, you know, a comedy actor is doing it. But, I, you know, I try to tell people, like, listen, when he first got to Hollywood out there, a couple of his screenplays he sold were horror-based. If you watch This is the End, that's a little horror-based as well with that story. I go, plus, he was a big fan. I know for a fact he's walked away from certain things he didn't want to do because he's like, I, I don't want to ruin anything. They 
they have a story for this. They're going to be good, you know. And it sucked because I knew about the Jamie Lee Curtis thing, and I couldn't say anything. It's yeah. like sometimes our friendship can get in the way of like really cool things for my career, but that's the price you pay, man. I would never betray. That's one of my all-time favorite horror movies, which is a great segue to my next question for you. And I'm pretty sure the four years I've been on the air, we've had this conversation once a year. But I always want your take because when it comes to movies, you are uh, the authority for everybody, but you are my personal authority because you've never steered me wrong. If you say a movie sucks, I also feel like it sucks. I think we are right in, right in tune when it comes to uh, our taste in movies. Um, I have, I'm very picky with my horror movies, but I am also a very big horror movie buff. I love them. Anna doesn't like horror at all. Not a fan. Um, I grew up loving horror. Love it. Yes. And horrors. Um, yep. Give us, give us your top three all time horror movies. TM pal. Well, you can't count John Carpenter's The Thing because that's sci-fi, even though that's a terrifying movie. Yes. But, but you can't count that. So just so if the nerds try to kill me right now, like, I thought you loved John Carpenter's The Thing. I do love it, but that's more sci-fi. So for me, the three, I'd start out with Halloween. That's got to be one of those. Yes. Michael Myers, Dude in a Mask, that just keeps on coming. John Carpenter's creepy music. I know a lot of people love the music from The Exorcist, and it is good, but <sighs> I don't think it has the same effect as the Halloween music does. I think the Halloween music, you instantly know, like, oh, God, that's just fear. You know, you hear it. Uh-huh. Another one would would be the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. I mean, just a big lunatic wearing some dude's face with a chainsaw. And he's also a behemoth. And he makes those noises, Johnny. You know the noise. Like, yes. <laughs> Pass. And, and, and isn't that roughly based on a true story? Well, they changed a lot of things around for it. And a lot of people say, oh, it's based on a true story. He, he was a guy that was doing some nasty things down there in Texas. Ooh. But, oh. I mean, they oh. really, really <laughs> manipulated the story a lot. Of course. Anytime it, it says based on a true story, there may be a minute of realism uh, for the whole two hours. But, yeah. Uh, but it, all, all, it, all, it adds a lot of uh, legitimacy and extra fear factor when you think this really happened. Like Amityville Horror, they took that and blew it all out of proportion and, and really made it something that it, it really wasn't. But the way the yeah, house they were looked, liars yes, they were just a bunch of liars. They were, they were. So, but, but, but it. I remember being a kid and going to the theater and seeing it. Going to a drive-in with my parents and my dad going, "This is a true story." Really freaked me out. Yeah, it really, really freaked me out. So, okay, so that's two. What's the other? Okay, so those are two rated R films, slasher films, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, crazy gruesome. But the one I put at number one is actually PG. And it still blows me away to this day that it's PG because some people are, you know, like, hey, look at that movie. It was rated R back in the 80s. I'd be PG-13 today. But not Poltergeist. Poltergeist is terrifying. Yes, it is. It is just scary. Yeah. I mean, everything about it. Clowns, killer trees, the whole house aspect. Like, the house is more the villain. Yes. Psychic midgets. It's so crazy. Oh, it's just insane. And uh, Kids in Peril. And listen, Tobe Hooper, who directed the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he directed Poltergeist, but there's this famous story in Hollywood that like Spielberg was trying to start Amblin, and he, he really wanted to start it with Poltergeist. So, but he hired Tobe Hooper. Tobe Hooper had only worked on like independent horror films, like little, basically small films, kind of the same thing Kevin Smith struggled with when he tried to step up to the big leagues. Right. So everyone says that Spielberg was very hands on in Poltergeist, and his fingerprints are all over that movie. Oh yeah. And so even when they just had that Spielberg documentary on HBO. They had all his movies. The one movie that he produced that makes it into the documentary that they focus on is Poltergeist because he did it. He made that movie. That's his movie. 
All right, I'm going to give you my top three, and you you can critique my uh, my choice if you want. But I'm going to go. My number three is not the Conjuring, but the Conjuring Part Two to me was absolutely scary, and I mean all the way through jump scares, creepy scares, old man talking. Uh, you know, the, the the whole thing to me was super duper scary. So the Conjuring Three is my number is my number three. Um, Conjuring Two is definitely our con- Conjuring Two. Oh, Yes. Conjuring I, 2 is definitely a superior sequel. I, I thought there were some cool things in the, the first Conjuring, but I thought they relied a little bit too much on door slamming and yeah. deep, easy jumps, the things that would probably scare Anna. Right. <laughs> I mean, th- that's what I thought. I thought the second one was a little bit more depth. And I think the Warrens are cool. And l- that's a true story, too. The Warrens existed. That I is know. Because I researched it. And that, like I said before, that actually made it scary to me. When I looked it up and I go, this is one of the biggest hauntings ever documented in England. And th- there's people that I mean witnesses after witnesses that that backed up the claims. So that's why that was really scary to me. I thought it was really well done. Uh, my number two horror movie of all time is The Exorcist. Like, I don't know why, but it just has a lot of nostalgia for me. I remember watching it by myself when we on a VHS tape in my house in the dark. And it freaked me out, like beyond belief. Uh, the Exorcist, definitely not my number two of all time horror well, movies. I, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not, you know, a real spiritual guy, and that's okay if you are, you know. But I, that's, I'm not either. But not but, me, but something about the devil it, still freaks it, me out. It, it it didn't it didn't scare me. And, and when it comes to the devil, I always kind of laugh at the idea of the devil about this little red guy with the pitchfork. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you if you're bad. And yeah, really take a step back and look at. It. Just, <laughs> well, but the I, New I, Jersey I, devil, not scary. Like the the, the 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 hockey team logo, not scary at all. I agree. Anna, have you ever seen The Exorcist? I've seen The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Not good. I I didn't I didn't yeah, care no, no. for it. It's, it's scary. Well, no, because I because I know Anna was brought up Jewish, so I wanted to see if she's like, nah, that's not scary. Just because th- there's a lot of believers who are terrified of the exorcist. That's oh yeah, kind of what I'm trying to get at. Like, yeah, Jews don't believe in hell or like the devil. Truth, yeah, they, uh, yeah, and a little red pitchfork sticking. Yeah. Uh, hell to Jewish people is a high interest rate. Mm, yeah, true. they don't like that a lot. My four away cake. My number one. You're talking about Spielberg. It's Jaws. Yeah. Another PG movie. Jaws is my all-time favorite horror movie. See, I, this is how I am with Jaws, okay? You know, I used to joke around about Mo, how he'd always try to slide, like, Blade Runner into every argument. Yeah. I, I try not to slide Jaws into every argument. Right. Because I love that movie so much. I, 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 I don't make any secret about my love of that movie. I have a little poster on the takeover set that stays up all the time. Right. I almost think with Jaws, it's almost unfair to the other horror movies that that gets lumped in there. It's almost something different, like a character drama in a way that just happens to have a big shark in it that's killing people. Yeah, I mean, I I, I only classify it as a horror because you are it is as of your is seat. You're like I, I I catch myself something about the underwater aspect too, and like I remember when Jaws two came out, we were living on the beach in Melbourne next to Cocoa Beach when I was in I don't know second grade or something and we went to the beach all the time and all of a sudden this poster comes out and it, and the slogan was just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water and i was like wow that's scary and then within i don't know if it was a movie ploy or what like a, but there was all these shark sightings at the beach next to my house 
And then we saw the movie at the theater, and it was so scary. Yeah. It was, so Jaws is always one of those things. If I watch it when I go home tonight, uh, it'll still scare the hell out of me. And also, just I just think it's a unbelievably well-made movie. For 1975, I think even though the, what we would think is cheesy special effects now were so well done back then. And then, you know, Richard Dreyfuss, I mean, he was so perfect in that movie. I just thought, I, I thought it was a masterpiece, man. I love that movie. Damn it, Johnny. You're making me, forcing me to talk about Jaws. I changed my <laughs> answer. I agree with you. Got him. <laughs> you, know you, could, you know you could coax me sooner or later. We're going to need a bigger boat, TM. I love so much he's talking about it. I can't help it, Justin. <laughs> so I, I when I was saying, when I was talking about Halloween, yeah. even my brain was telling me, what are you doing, jerk off? The best scary music is Jaws. <laughs> it really is. What a score. <laughs> so good. But, but yeah, Jaws is awesome, but... Like I said, with those other horror movies, I, I kind of think with Jaws, when that movie came out, that's what people were expecting, is just another horror movie, like a Halloween, like right. a Massacre, Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, Friday the 13th. And Jaws is just something so much more, you know, and, and once again, putting children in peril. I mean, they kill a kid. Yeah. Kill the movies. They kill, kill, kill a dog. I know. <laughs> right. I get more upset times when they kill the dogs in movies than I do people. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Every time I've had a dog that died, I cried harder than any family member. It's really sad. Uh, to hey, you, last question. So yes. off, off, off the movie subject real quick. Yeah. How far are you in Stranger Things? You're not going to believe this. Mm. Yeah, but you started. Five, five minutes into the first episode. I'm four episodes in, TM. I got two more to go. I, I double binged... Uh, that and Mindhunter this week. Mindhunter was amazing. About something scary. Yeah, that's, I, that's real life scary. Don't yes. watch that. That's actually really scary. It's in my queue. I I've just been unbelievably busy the last week, and I had every intention on binge watching it over the weekend. But uh, if you listen to the first segment, I was going over my week. You know what I did over the weekend, and I end up going twelve minutes over in the break time because. I mean, I, I, I had a packed weekend of, of events and things to do. I've only slept like six hours over the weekend, which is normally when I catch up my sleep. Uh, but it, it, I'm going to watch it this week. It's going to happen. You'll see. Homework. My yeah. wife was sick all this week and like just awful, like sick. I felt so bad for her. But at one point she was like, can we just sit around and watch television on the weekend? I'm like, yes, we can. So ah, like, I got a show for you. <laughs> Greatest thing ever. It's yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yes, we can. Uh, TM, thanks so much for calling in, buddy. I really, really appreciate you. And now I'm excited to go see Thor. And now I'm more excited to watch horror movies over the over this whole week of Halloween. And uh, don't be surprised if uh, a fat Elvis shows up at your house tomorrow for Snickers bars. Definitely. And Anna, we want you to go watch all these movies now since you love horror movies. There you go. No, Halloween, The Exorcist. No. Yeah, all those movies. We need you to watch them. It's homework, please. No, please uh -huh. no. It's going to happen, you girl. TM, thanks, buddy. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter and uh, and, and show him some love. It is at TMPowCW44. Um, and uh, he may follow you back if you're cool enough. So, uh, TM, hopefully we'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, take it easy. And by the way, yeah. Ooh, ah! Ooh, ah! <laughs> thanks, buddy. <laughs> I love thanks, that buddy. Guy.